Good morning. I have never been so happy to be somewhere in my life as I am. <laughs> I hope you're happy to be here as I am. I, it's been uh, a, a real uh, trial. I guess for you who may not know, I fell the night before Thanksgiving uh, going out the uh, back door at the parsonage and tumbled onto the sidewalk there and off into the ground and shattered my entire wrist broke the other bone that comes into your wrist in four places and the other bone on this side popped out of the skin. So consequently, I had to have 14 screws, two surgeries, a plate, and I've got a bone infection and nerve damage. And I got three fingers here, they're numb, so I, I can move them, but I can't really, I can't tell when I've touched something with them. And so, you know, anyway, it takes two people to get me ready. And mostly what I've done for the last six weeks is take lots of pain pills and lay around. So my, I know that, you know, right now this morning, I, I feel a little jittery and, and exhausted already. And it's just from getting up and getting ready and coming to church. Uh, it takes two hands to do so many things. That's why there's not a tie on. And, uh, but anyway, I probably need to, to borrow Wayne's little uh, clip on tie. That's what I need. It's one of those things. But uh, anyway, I'm so happy uh, to be here and to see all of you, and I'm so thankful for all, everything that everyone has done um, through this time. Because as you, as you know, or you should know, maybe you didn't know, Brenda went through a colon uh, surgery, and then she fell uh, and broke some ribs and black eye and different things. So we've had quite a time in our household. And, but your prayers is what's kept us going. And so, uh, again, I just want to thank you. And I want to thank all who've had a hand in keeping the church running, especially in this uh, congregation, Andy. I can't give, I, I, I can't, let's give Andy a round of applause for him. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. I, I just don't know what I do, what I could, would do if I didn't have Andy around here, and we we and so many others like Reverend Lee and Reverend Strait. But uh, I'm going to say a little bit more about this later. But uh, I, I I don't really have any announcements. All announcements I guess are the same. Unless Katie, do you have anything you want me to say? Uh, then Daryl wanted to have a brief moment to talk about um, opportunity for missions, right? Daryl, yes, come up, Daryl. Good morning. I just wanted to talk about Redbird Mission for a moment. Um, in Ephesians 6, it says, Serve wholeheartedly as if you're, serve the Lord wholeheartedly as if you're serving, no, serving, ser, wait a minute, let me read it. <laughs> serve wholeheartedly as if you are serving the Lord, not man. Anyway, the Redbird Mission trip is coming up in April. It's April the 6th through the 12th. Uh, we have a few uh, spots open. If anybody would like to sign up, the sign-up sheet is outside the, the door there. So um, we're also collecting uh, tools, uh, carpentry tools, and uh, office supplies. I have a list of those uh, items also. Thank you. If you will, let's stand and let's sing together.
above all things are glorified. And I sing about your love, your goodness, Lord, your righteousness. I want to sing a song of your faithfulness, a song of your grace, and of your love and kindness to the glory of your name. With everything that's in me, Lord, listen to me say, I want to sing a song of Shout holy, holy are you, Lord Almighty. A song of your faithfulness, a song of your grace, and of your loving kindness to the glory of your name. When everything that's in the Lord, listen to me say. Sing holy, 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 and we'll shout holy, holy, holy. Lift your voices up. Holy, holy, are you, Lord Almighty? Let's pray together. Dear Lord, we do lift our voices up to you this morning, Lord, in thanksgiving and rejoicing in the fact that you are our Lord and you are our Savior and you are here for us no matter what is going on in our lives. Lord, we praise your name and we lift you high and we ask you just to come and dwell with us this morning in our service and Lord, stay with us, stay in our hearts for the rest of the week. We love you, Lord. Amen. He is jealous for me Love's like a hurricane I am a tree Bending beneath The weight of His wind and mercy When all of a sudden I am unaware These afflictions eclipsed by glory and I realize just how beautiful you are how great your affections are for me oh how he loves us so oh how he loves us how he loves us
neighbors telling you love them and good morning and children come join Miss Marsha on the carpet Have y'all ever heard the Bible verse, 
So the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Do you have any idea what that means? Jesus said it. It's in Matthew. Okay, so the first week I brought you guys those bacon goods. Caroline really liked the oil. Eli, are you going to come? Not today. Okay. And then last week I gave you clementines, right? Today we're going to use each other. Is that okay? Anybody want to be first? Hmm. Emily, would you like to be first? Okay, come stand up. And I want you to go like, kind of go stand over that way, maybe in front of the flag a little bit. And I want you to stand with your arms out like that. All right. Step, like make like five steps forward. Yeah. Okay. Do you like being first? She says yes. It's good because we need people that want to be first. We need people to be leaders. And we need people to take a risk and take a chance and be the first person to step out. Does anybody want to be second? Oh, Natalie wants to be second. Go stand right beside um, M. And stand with your arms like M, Nat, okay? It's good that Natalie wanted to be second because we need people that will follow a leader and that will step out. Thomas, would you like to go stand by Natalie? Yeah, please go stand. Good job, Thomas. Morgan, why don't you go next? Go ahead. Allie? No, doesn't want to go yet. Uh, let's let the Laurens go. All right, y'all stand spread out. Y'all might have to take a step forward. Allie, will you go next for me? Are you going to go at all? Okay. <laughs> all right, so Caroline's going to be last. Wait, wait, wait. Do you like being last? She doesn't really care. Some people don't like to be last. Does anybody not like to be last? Sometimes Miss Marcia doesn't like to be last. So, come here, come stand beside me. Do you feel lonely at this point? I mean, you're the last one over here. Well, Allie, she doesn't want to go. So, but here's what I want you to do. You are the last one, but you're not gonna make a line. I want you to get Lauren's hand and get Emily's hand, and I want you to make a circle. So she's actually going to be the last one in the line, but she's the first one to make a circle. Okay? All right, y'all come sit back down. Okay. So I think what Jesus meant by saying the first shall be last and the last shall be first is that God loves you no matter what, whether you come to know him when you're a little kid or when you're a grown-up. I think you guys are lucky that you get to know about Jesus when you're kids. All right. Can you guys say a prayer for me? Dear God, thank you for loving us. And thank you for loving us even when we're little kids. When we're teenagers. When we're adults when we're grandma and grandpas help us have a good week amen um it's library day so miss beth is going to meet you in the back if you have books to return or stuffed animals that you need to return you can grab those thank you guys
I forgot to ask for prayer cards. Does anyone have a prayer card? You raise your hand real quick. We'll, we'll collect them. And those who've already given them, if you'll bring them up to me. Right here's one. Right here. I tell you something, while well, he's bringing those prayer cards, I tell you something else I've really missed was that music. Oh my goodness. Y'all's music, thank you. They, uh, you know, listening to the service online is a great thing. Uh, and you, if you're not here, you should be able to do that. But uh, it's not the same <laughs> as being here and hearing it in, in live. So, uh, all right. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Oh God, in your mercy, hear the prayers of these thy people. Oh Lord, our God, you have blessed us in so many ways. And we stand in awe of your majesty as we come this day and praise your holy name, as we sing of your greatness, as we think about the fact that you call us children and have put us on the book of life. And we seek, O oh Lord, this day to, to keep your commandments and precepts and to be the disciples you've called us to be. We seek this day, O oh Lord, to follow your Son, who is the light to the world, to follow his example. And yet we must confess, O oh God, that this past week, we have not spent our strength on every godly thing, but sometimes on worthless things. And so we need to confess, O oh Lord, that even though we know that you call us to be blameless, we've chosen to fall away so many times. You've called us into the fellowship of your Son, but we found ways to live outside of it. Oh, Lord, do not hold, withhold your mercy from us. Forgive us again this day. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, help us to be the light of the world, to be a witness to Jesus Christ until he comes again in his fulfillment. Give us a mind to follow you. Give us a mind, just like in our scripture lesson of the young man called Andrew. Help us this day, O oh Lord. Help us with those who are in need. We ask you to ease the pain of those who hurt in body, mind, or spirit. Take away those things which keep them and us from you. Be merciful to them. And be merciful to those who are dying. And bless those who are being born in the beginnings of their life. Incline to us, O Lord, and hear our prayers. And we especially pray this day for prayers of thanksgiving, for past medical procedures and the outcome. And we ask now, Lord, for prayers for Aaron Bailey. We ask also for healing for Dave Hoffman and Jerry Welt. And we pray, O oh God, for our father, grandfather, going through a heart procedure this week. O oh Lord, we lift all these spoken prayers and all the ones that we pause and say in our hearts now. Hear us, O oh Lord. We wait patiently for you. We put our trust in you. And we pray as Jesus taught us to pray, saying these words. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our scripture lesson day comes from John, John 1, 35 through 42. The next day, John was there again with his disciples. And we're talking about John, the one who baptized people in the River Jordan. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. And when these disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following. And he asked, what, what is it you want? And they said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. And so they went and saw where he was saying, staying. And they spent that day with him. And it was about the 10th hour of the day. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did after this was to find his brother, Simon, and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ, the anointed one, the promised one. And then he brought his brother to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, Cephas, which when translated is Peter, which means rock. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we're so blessed to have the freedom to worship you and to know, O oh Lord, that you are with us through the power of the Holy Spirit uh, in good times and in bad. And you're with us now. We are gathered in your name. Bless our understanding and hearing of your holy word. Amen. There was some very dark days. <laughs> there was a couple of times when I didn't think Honestly, I'd ever stand again in a pulpit. When uh, you can't do anything for yourself, you, you become like handicapped and infirm, and you start thinking that you can't do anything. And uh, so during those dark days, though, I want you to know that I discovered something. I discovered something very, very important. And quite frankly, if I hadn't discovered it, I probably wouldn't be here today talking to you. I discovered how important it is to be part of a church family. How important it is to be part of the memorial church family. Your prayers, your cards, your calls, your visits, your concern, your offers to help, your willingness to fill roles in crucial ways have overwhelmed Brandon and I's spirits. The food, quite frankly, 
We, we should have probably called up the soup kitchen and donated some of the food. We had so much food that quite literally our freezer was full and our refrigerator was full and I had to send, and I didn't want to, but I had to say, please tell people I have no place to put any more food. But now why is it so important to be part of Memorial? I'll tell you why. Because Memorial Church is full of people like Andrew. Andrew. And let me tell you a little bit about Andrew. You see, Andrew's first thing was he was inquisitive. I have come to find out that most of y'all are very inquisitive. You want to know why and where and the how of things. Andrew's being this way, Andrew being this way, caused him to go out and seek and look and find who, who we know now as the Lord Jesus Christ. He was intrigued, he was interested, and he followed Jesus. And the first thing that we learn from this scripture, I believe, is simply this, is that Jesus never turns away people who are seeking him diligently. And Memorial is full of people, I think, who are seeking to know Christ better. I can tell by the number of Bible studies that are being launched. I can tell by attendance, by stewardship, most important by the new focuses that we have on things like missions and long-range planning. Seek and you shall find is more than just a catchy saying. All through this illness or accident of mine and Brenda's uh, problems, I found myself reciting a simple prayer, and that was, Christ have mercy, Jesus have mercy, Lord have mercy. And I found that that would get me through simply reciting that prayer, because in that prayer, I'm seeking to know Christ better. And as long as you keep seeking to know Christ better, you will find and know Christ. You know, the other thing that strikes me about the people here at Memorial is their conviction, which is just like Andrew. Andrew had a conviction. He was convinced, he was convicted, and he was committed. And because of that, he knew he needed to share this news with someone. And the person that he wanted to share it with was the person he knew this best, which was his brother. Which tells me something important for us to know is that when you belong to a church family and you're convinced and convicted and committed to the Lord Jesus Christ, you will find someone to share the love of Christ with. It comes natural. It's as natural as eating you will find someone to share the love of Christ with. And that's exactly what Andrew was all about. Andrew was the first disciple to follow Jesus. Do you realize that? He was the first disciple of Jesus' 12. And yet Andrew is never mentioned in any list of the 12 as first. Peter is always listed as first. Andrew is never listed as first. You see, Andrew knew that Peter had gifts that he did not have. He knew that Peter must come to know Jesus. Had Andrew been doubtful, Peter would not have listened. 
But Andrew was not doubtful. There was no doubt in his mind. Andrew was positive to the point when he said, we have found the Messiah. It is so important for us to remain convinced, committed, and convicted that we know the Lord Jesus Christ, even though sometimes we feel that we're far away from Him. Another thing that I would say a lot is I would just moan, Christ help us. Lord, help us. I mean, there was a week there when uh, Brenda was in bed and I was in bed, basically. (laughs) Lord, help us. If you convince that the Lord is there and will help you, the Lord will be there and will help you. And it comes in so many different ways. And as I said, I've been touched greatly because Memorial has exhibited the body of Christ to me. And when you exhibit the body of Christ, you are being like Andrew. Andrew. Do you ever think about it this way? Where would you be if someone hadn't introduced you to the Lord Jesus Christ? Would we have had a Peter if it hadn't been for Andrew? Would we have had a Peter if it hadn't been for Andrew? You know, Andrew shows this same trait. He's only mentioned a couple times in the Bible. And John 6 is one of the other times he's mentioned. And in that particular case in the Bible, Andrew introduces Jesus to a boy in the crowd. Let me set the scene for you real quick. The hour was late. People were needed to return home. Everybody was tired and hungry. There was no food out there in the hillside. So people needed to go back towards the village to buy some food. The apostles, all the disciples except Andrew, all wondered, what are we to do? What are we to do? There was at least 5,000 people there, according to the scriptures, not including the children. But Andrew had seen this boy in the crowd, and he had approached him. And maybe Andrew had talked to him about fishing. I mean, you know, how to look for fish, how to clean fish, what kind of bait is good for fish. After all, Andrew was a fisherman by trade. He reached out in a friendly way to this young lad. And it gave him an opening to share and to be Christ to him. And so what happened was the little boy invited Andrew to eat his lunch. Now think about this. The other disciples are telling everyone they need to go somewhere and get them some food. We don't have any food for you. This little boy because Andrew had made a connection, a relationship with him, invited Andrew to eat. This brings up a key point, I think, right here in the Scripture. I want to pause a minute. And that's this, just being a friend to somebody, just having a personal relationship with somebody, is the best way to share the love of Christ. And memorial grows in its relationship because so many of you are like Andrew that don't let a stranger be a stranger long. And as long as you keep doing that, you are showing the love of Christ and will grow the body of Christ. So here we have Andrew, the second time in the Scripture, bringing someone to Jesus. First he brought Peter. Now he brings this boy. And you know what happened? How many of you know what happened in that Scripture? The miracle of the loaves and fishes. That lunch 
that that young man was going to share with Andrew ended up being multiplied by the Lord Jesus and shared with all. That means to me that we don't know what miracles will occur when we simply bring someone to church, to memorial, to Jesus. Now, Andrew is only mentioned one other time in the Scripture where he's actually doing or saying something. And that's in John 12. It's on Palm Sunday. There were some people who were strangers who were inquiring about Jesus. They wanted to meet Jesus. They asked first, according to the Scripture, the the disciple Philip. Philip... Sounds a little bit like me, maybe, or some of us sometimes. Philip's not sure what to do, but he does know that he should probably, Andrew might know, so he asked someone else. Which, friends, it's a great lesson right there. Even if you don't know what you're to do, take the step to ask someone else to help you. So Peter, I mean Philip, asked Andrew, now, it's, it's important to remember this. Whenever Andrew is mentioned, he does the same thing. He brings somebody into the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And here he brings these strangers to meet Jesus. You know, it is the Andrews who bring the Peters to Christ. They don't always get praise or publicity. They're not the stars, they're the extras. They're just ordinary men and women like we are. Maybe they don't have ten talents, but they have one talent. And that one talent is given over to serving Christ singularly with focus, with commitment. You know, the Andrews don't write the stirring epistles. They don't preach great sermons. They don't win 3,000 souls. They work no miracles. But they do bring the Peters who write the epistles who preach the sermons, who perform the miracles. We remember the Peters because of that, but we forget the Andrews. Who brought Calvin or Luther or Wesley? Who brought Mother Teresa or Billy Graham? Who brought these folks to the church? Who brought all the many people that we know who are saints and have been saints in our life. We don't know who brought them, but we remember the Peters, don't we? And we forget the Andrews. My friends, we are blessed to have people like Andrew in our church today. We're blessed to have this example of Andrew for our lesson today. People who use whatever they have for the glory of God. Proverb 11.30 says this, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. You see, those who call, that God calls righteous, those who God has called to be His disciples, you are more than just that. You are a tree of life. You are a way for others to live, to be productive, to be overcomers, through all adversity. You, I believe, are Andrews. I have come to discover that. I believe you're committed to express God's love. And so my prayer for you this day 
is for you to go forth, to go forth in the strength of that Spirit. Go forth in the strength of that knowledge. And I thank you. I thank you for your discipleship. And I continue to pray as I have while I was out for each one of you. May God continue to bless you. Amen. I guess we're still following the same order of worship. If we are, we will stand now and declare our faith. Let us join our voices. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus, the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We're called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, and life in death and life beyond death. God is with us. We're not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated and let our ushers come forward now with our take up our offering.
together.
do But offer this heart, oh God Completely to bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and smile at you. May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Have a great week.